Not Just Football with Cam Hayward is presented for the people by Caesar Sportsbook. You bet, you get with Caesar's Rewards. Must be 21 or older. Who wants to be called the Browns? Like, right. I, I know I'm throwing shots right now, but, right. but yeah, do you yeah. want to go in saying, oh, guys, I got a great name, the Browns. <laughs> right. This is really going to shock them. Welcome back, guys, to another episode of Not Just Football with Cam Hayward. I, of course, am your host. I'm here with Hayden Walsh, my longtime friend. We got special guest Matthew Barry. Looking forward to deep diving, but Hayden, how are we doing today? Doing good, man. Excited to be here at Radio Row. Um, my first time here, your first time podcasting here, and <laughs> excited to have Matthew Barry with us. It's, it's the Caesar Sportsbook uh, Studio, or what are we calling this right now? Yeah, what are you calling Caesar it? Caesar Sportsbook Studio. Studio? Yeah, okay. I like that. I like that. It's got a nice ring. Okay. How you feeling, Mr. Barry? I'm good. I'm good. You know, this is my first time ever being at Radio Row as a broadcaster. So, you know, when I was at ESPN, I was there for 15 years, and mm. my season would always end when the uh, when the fantasy football season ended, when the regular NFL season. So I would come out to the Super Bowl on my own dime or whatever, or come mm. out here and just hang out and maybe do some podcasts to promote whatever. But, um, but you know, this year being part of NBC and Peacock, I have we are broadcasting my show all week long from here, and so it's just been exciting to interview a bunch of people and you know be a part of the broadcast of the of broadcasting you know Super Bowl coverage for the yeah. week. So you said you were with a lot of Super Bowls. What's been your favorite Super Bowl to be a part of? God, there's so many, but I mean, like, you know, I was there for 28-3. Like, yeah, you know, uh -huh. I'm not even a Patriots guy, but like, just that was just so, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, that was just so historic and unbelievable. Um, uh, you know, I saw Peyton win both of his. You know, I mean, That's so our like boss. We're in Omaha, Shout out I to mean, our right? Boss. Yeah, good call. Good. By the way, and I and by the way, and I was I was here in Arizona for David Tyree. So speaking mm. of your other boss, like Eli, you know, I've, I've um, saw Eli win uh, win that one in Arizona. So a lot of them, but I guess for me, 28-3, because just the emotional ride of that particular Super Bowl, sitting in the stands and like just, you know, like, and I was, my wife and I were with a couple that we'd brought that were big Patriots fans. Mm -hmm. We were just there for the game. And so seeing them like just completely deflated, yes. you know, deflated, and then, Oh, just the inevitability. Deflated. I like that. Deflated. Oh, very nice. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> very nice. But just the inevitability of it. Like it just felt like, like even though they didn't like, they didn't lead until the very last play. Right. You just, like there was just a feeling once they started getting momentum. You're like, when was they're, that? They're winning it. When one in that game was that? Did you feel the momentum shifting? I feel like when uh, I feel like 28-17 when they mm -hmm. when they mm -hmm. uh, when they got that touchdown. That that was one when I felt like this is coming. Mm -hmm. Like you knew and they. When, and when they converted the first two-point conversion, you were like, I, I don't know. You just All of it, it just felt like this is happening. So, like, we grew up in Atlanta, and, like, all week it was like, we're going to have this parade. We're going to shut down everything. And we were like, Atlanta's going to screw this up somehow. Mm -hmm. They are going to find a way to make sure this does not end in a win. And, well, you know, it actually ended up happening. <laughs> uh, I mean, and isn't that the worst? Like, when you root for a team and you just have this defeatist attitude. So, I, yeah. I lived in Virginia until I was 12 years old. So, I'm a mm. lifelong commanders fan right um and it's, it's so it's in like i i would love to get it out of my blood i can't right. i will die a commanders fan like i everything that team has done to me over the you know uh past 45 years of my life like i i will get rid of it i can't get rid of it like i've tried and so but it is one of those things where it's, it's like you just know you just know like we were so on football night in america we do this um 
we, we do our game picks. Uh-huh. And we had, we had the Sunday night football game this year between the Giants and the, the second one between the Commanders and the Giants this season, right? right? It was the Sunday night game and the one that the Giants ultimately won and, you know, the, the, not, the non-call and the pass interference mm-hmm. and the Brian Robinson touchdown that was overturned by the Terry McLaurin being offsides, whatever. It's ridiculous <laughs> call. It's stupid. He's very passionate about um, this, you can tell. Very passionate. But, but, but my point is, is, to your point, Cam, what mm. I was saying was uh, we were talking before the, before the show about what our picks were, and everyone was taking Washington. They right. were favored. They were at home. They were coming off the bye. And I said, I don't know, man. I've seen how this movie ends. I've seen this movie. Like, anytime you think, every time you get your hope up, like, hey, we really have some momentum, and we're doing this, and this is a game that we can win. We can c- control our playoff destiny. Mm. This is when we screw it all up. <laughs> and, just, and there are teams like that. There are fan bases like that. And I believe the Washington fan base is one of those. What's worse, like the that. Washington fan base or the Cleveland fan base when it comes to that? I think the boy, that's a tough one, man. <laughs> Cleveland's had some rough years, man. Yeah. I feel bad for I feel bad for them. Um, I feel like I'm going to say I think Washington, just because I feel like with Washington, it's. I mean, we'll see if he ends up selling the team, right? But mm. like. Prior to that, with him just, I'm never selling, never selling, and he's a relatively young guy, yeah. you know, as NFL owners goes. Like, there's just no hope. Like, there's hope for <laughs> Cleveland, right? You know, there's just no hope. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, that's just like that, you know, like, that's all you want. Like, you just want hope. Like, give me a chance. Very that's true. all I'm asking for. Give me a, right? And just give me something to root for. And, and, like, on that team, like, I'm a believer in Jason Wright. Mm-hmm. Like, I like Ron Rivera, though I, I think Scott Turner got thrown under the bus a little bit this year. Um, but, I, but you know what I like? I like a lot of parts of the organization. Yeah. It's just obviously the ownership is, you know. So you challenge. brought up selling, and we talked to Seth Myers last week. Mm-hmm. Okay. And do you think Bezos is going to buy the team eventually? I hope so. What's weird is he's not part of the final, you know, they say he's not part of the final buying group, and there's, there's all the dynamic of he owns the Washington Post, and Snyder hates the Washington Post because they're the ones who ran all the mm-hmm. exposés mm-hmm. on, you know, so it's like. Maybe not hate the Washington Post, and maybe just hate the fact that you did all this stuff for twenty yeah. years. Yeah. Maybe that's the. Right. Maybe that's maybe the maybe look inward a little. But all right, um, uh, it's like you don't hate that you did the crime; you hate that you got caught. Yeah. Like right. it's kind of right, right, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. But anyway, so there's that dynamic, mm-hmm. and then there was thought: well, Bezos added Matthew McConaughey, who's actually oh. close with Snyder, to the ownership group. So maybe there you go. and there's 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 some people that think, you know that. Uh, he wasn't part of the quote final ownership group. There was a deadline for to submit bids, mm-hmm. and that people are thinking that he's going to just come in over the top. Um, well, you can do that when you're on Amazon. Right, yeah. Well, exactly yeah. right. And then there's other people that says like he just doesn't want to like deal yeah. with it and doesn't want to deal with you know giving Snyder the satisfaction of saying no to him even if he offers more. Yeah. Who knows? But Snyder did put his his home up for sale, the oh. home that he has in uh, Potomac. So okay, you know like. Never know. Maybe. Never know. So if he does buy the team, what name do you want? I mean, at this point, I feel like we have to we have to stick with Commanders. You don't want the uh, Washington Prime? That's what Seth Meyers gave us. <laughs> no, is that what he said? The Prime? Washington Prime. That's not what it was. No, okay. Yeah. I think at this point, you got to sort of roll with Commanders. When when the name change happened, uh, I actually wanted us to stick with Washington Football Team. I, I thought like that, that was like I kind of got used to that. The team was dope. Yeah, I like that. I thought that was I thought that was cool. And then if it was going to change from that, I thought, well, what if we do? You know, like red uh, red hogs, which I mm. thought would at least mm. get the red in there, red and tails. like and red tails was red up with, there. Yeah. Red wolves, I thought was cool, but something with red. And the reason I like red hogs was just that was something that was unique to the Washington Football Team. Like that mm. is 
the glory days yeah. of Washington, and you know, the Hogs was something that was specific to that team. Um, and so, I just wanted something that you know harkened back to um, harkened back to that time. And then they wind up with Commanders. But I will tell you a funny story. I uh, uh, I went to a Super Bowl party. They announced the team name like like a week or two before the Super Bowl. And this is mm -hmm. last year, you know, when the Super Bowl was in L.A. And so I'm still with ESPN, and I go to an ESPN party uh, just before the Super Bowl, and Joe Theismann is there. Mm -hmm. And so I, I've met Joe a few times over the years, mm -hmm. and, and, uh, and he knows I'm this crazy Washington fan. Mm -hmm. So I, I walk up, and he's like, Matthew, how are we doing? And I, you know, I shake his hand. I'm like, Joe, commanders, what are we thinking? <laughs> and Joe doesn't miss a beat. He goes, let me tell you this. We're not the Pelicans. And I'm like, you know what? There, you know, all right. I like that. Very way to find true. a silver lining in this. Very true. Like, like we're not, we're not the Guardians. We're not the Pelicans. Like it could be worse. It mm -hmm. could be worse. It could be worse. <laughs> Glass half full. Glass half full. <laughs> Absolutely. So I'm like, you know what, Joe? I like that. I'm going to use that. He's like, yeah, go ahead. So, um, so I don't, I don't love the Commanders, but I don't, as a name, I don't. Right. But I don't hate it. It's fine. Like, the, the truth is, is that. If they were playing in the Super Bowl this weekend, like we wouldn't care. Yeah. Like, what, hell, the Commanders. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, it's like winning solves everything. You know this. It right? does. It does. Winning does solve everything. We would hope that if we win, we don't care what the name is. No, no. as long as we, we got, don't. As fans, we do not care. Print I'll tell you that right now. We don't care. Yeah, yeah, yeah we a don't. thousand percent. Like names are weird until they're not. Like, like think about you know eBay. The very first day they yeah. said, all right, we're gonna this marketplace. We're gonna call it eBay. You're like. The hell is eBay? Or think that about mean? it. Like, who wants to be called the Browns? Like, right. I, I know I'm throwing shots right now, but right. divisional who, shots. Yeah, yeah. Divisional, yeah, divisional shots. But yeah, you yeah. want to go in saying, "Oh, guys, I got a great name, the Browns. <laughs> right. This is really going to shock them." Right. I, I don't know where you go from that, but if you win, everybody's wearing Browns. Yeah, no stuff. one cares. No right. One cares. No. It, exactly. I mean, really, Steve Jobs, you want to name your tech company after a fruit? Are you sure that's a good idea? Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, right? well, yeah, yeah. I mean, like, names are weird until they're not. That's yeah. a great. That's a great line. They are weird until they're not. Like, we we just come up, up, accept them at some point. At right? some it's, point, yeah. like whatever. At some point, Xerox does you know becomes yeah. not hard to pronounce and just be part of everyday life. Exactly. Like, right. What is? Building the perfect same game parlay can be time consuming, but with Quick Picks, the Caesar Sportsbook app does the work for you. Quick Picks are pre-built same game parlays that turn today's biggest headlines, storylines, and games into bets. They're quick and easy to use, and you can't miss them. They're right on the home screen of your Caesar Sportsbook app. Give them a try, and if you haven't downloaded the app yet, register using code Omaha Full, and then place your first bet. If you win, congrats. If you don't, you'll get your stake up to twelve hundred and fifty dollars back as a bet credit. If you have a gambling problem in Arizona, call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. Colorado, Wyoming, Kansas, affiliated with Kansas Crossing Casino, call 1-800-522-4700. Indiana, call 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Iowa, call 1-800-BETS-OFF. Louisiana, call 1-877-770-STOP. Licensed to Horseshoe, Bossier, City, and Harris, New Orleans. Michigan, call 1-800-270-7117. Illinois, Maryland, New Jersey, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Pennsylvania, affiliated with Harris, Philadelphia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, crisis counseling and referral services can be accessed by calling 1-800-GAMBLER, which is 1-800-426-2537. Or in West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. New York, call 877-8-H-O-P-E-N-Y or text H-O-P-E-N-Y 467-369. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com.
Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Okay, let's go straight in the Super Bowl. Yeah. Put on your fantasy hat. Yes, sir. Which Super Bowl winning quarterback, or not Super Bowl winning, but is going to be, is more likely to next be your top fantasy quarterback? Mahomes. Jalen Hurts or Mahomes? It's still Mahomes. I love Jalen Hurts. Mm. Jalen Hurts was my – every year I do a fantasy ride or die, like the guy right. that I will – stick by no matter what and I've had pretty good success with it and this year it was Jalen Hurts mm. and the, the very first thing I did um, so I, I love love Jalen Hurts I'm gonna just say Mahomes just because I think I think better system better you know Mahomes is just uh, consistency Andy Reid I just but um, but Mahomes, I mean like so Mahomes will be my number one quarterback next year but Hurts is in the top three mm-hmm. right. it's like it's it's Mahomes Josh Allen and, and Jalen Hurts and then mm-hmm. you got you got Burrow right there um, but uh, I will just tell you quickly about Jalen Hurts, which is that the very first thing I ever did for NBC, so I leave ESPN after 15 years, Mm -hmm. and I'm going to NBC, right? And one of the reasons I went to NBC is because I wanted to be part of NFL coverage. So I go there, and the very first thing I ever do for for NBC is we have the the Hall of Fame game, the preseason Hall of Fame game. And so I'm I'm in Canton, and I'm on the – it's great. Great atmosphere. It's amazing. And I'm on the sideline there, and I'm standing next to Chris Sims. So I'm standing next to Phil Sims' kid, played quarterback in the league for eight years, and even though I'm really well known in fantasy, like football night, you know, that, that show is, you know, it's just a massive show. And there's a huge fan base of that show that has, that doesn't play fantasy, that mm-hmm. don't know who the hell I am. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, I got it. Because it'd be like, who's the fantasy nerd that just showed up, right? <laughs> so I got to nail this. And so the thing I do there is they asked me for a prediction. I said, I think Jalen Hurts takes a massive Josh Allen-like leap, mm-hmm. third year leap. And I said, like, if you look at Josh Allen's first two years in the league and you compare him to Jalen Hurts' first two years in the league, Identical. believe it or not, Jalen Hurts actually better completion percentage, oh, wow. more touchdown more touchdown passes, more passing yards, like, wow. compares very favorably. Third year, and Josh Allen was another guy who came in the league, and everyone's like, yeah, he can run, but he's inaccurate, you know, and mm-hmm. he's not going to be a real quarterback. And I'm mm-hmm. like, what happened in year three? They gave him Stephon Diggs. All of a sudden, mm-hmm. Josh Allen became a lot more accurate, you know, yeah. and <laughs> – and he had like an MVP like season um, mm-hmm. and, you know, had an amazing season in his third year. And, you know, they almost got to the Super Bowl. And I said, I think Hertz has that potential. I'm not saying he's got Josh Allen's arm. I said, but they gave him A.J. Brown. Mm-hmm. He's got one of the best offensive lines in football. Um, they've got a pretty easy schedule here. And people forget his first year, Hertz's his first year in the league. He had Doug Peterson as his coach. He got in towards the last. And, you know, obviously there was bad blood or whatever. Mm-hmm. It was chaos between Peterson and Howie Roseman and that was falling apart Hertz only got to start the last four games of his rookie career Josh Allen got to start all mm. had Brian Dayball for the first yeah. four years of his career yeah. and started every game I said so now it's his second year in Sirianni system like should be producing that should be producing and so, and so I said I know people like so I just said I think number one quarterback in fantasy is within the range of outcomes but I also think he legitimate could like take a Josh Allen like leap Right. And people are, and so. So you got credibility. Right, right I got there. credibility for there so you and go. Obviously, that paid off. So, forever indebted to Jalen Hurts for that because all of a sudden, like, like Tony Dungy was like, it's like, 
call. You know, like good call. <laughs> and like throughout the year, you know, every time when watching a game, especially when we've had the Eagles on Sunday Night Football, you know, and they do something like, you know, Tony Dungy or, you know, Jason Garrett will be like, there's Barry's guy, uh -huh. there he is, you know, and so it just, it gave me credibility, I think, not just with the audience, but with, with the football people, you know, legendary football people in the room. It's funny you bring that up. I was on NFL Network and I was, I was doing some anchor work and I was like, the only person to take the Chargers versus the Jaguars and like halftime, I'm like, okay, I got this. I'm looking smart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And of course the Chargers, Chargers. Yeah. And they made me look very stupid by taking another one of those fan bases that kind of like know something bad's gonna happen. Yes. It feels like too. That's that. I mean, poor yeah. Chargers fans. You knew it was yes. coming. You felt it. Twenty-eight nothing or whatever it was. You knew it was coming. Matthew, I want to ask you something though. Better stack next year, Jalen Hurts and AJ Brown, or Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey. I'm gonna say again, and as much as I love Brown and Hurts, I'm gonna say. Mahomes and Kelsey just because of the position scarcity at tight end. Tight end. Like I mean, Kelsey's mm. just so much better. I mean, Kelsey was like 100 points better than like, you wow. know, I mean, like. That like position was down this year, end. big time. The, it's, it it's really down. And like, I think Andrews will bounce back. I think Hawkinson will bounce back. I think a full year of Dak will help Dalton Schultz. But, you know, Goddard as well. But Kelsey's just, I mean, he's, he's, what, he's unbelievable in terms of what he's doing. Okay, I got to really ask this. I'm very elementary when it comes to fa fantasy football. And so yeah, that's you know why because you can play real football right like, the, like he would love it the, though when you he have the ability it. to play real football you don't need right. to play fantasy football. but do you want more of a dual threat quarterback yes or would you rather the guy who can throw 500 yards and give you 30 yards right. rushing i think i think in an ideal world you want a dual threat quarterback if you look at the majority of the quarterbacks that are elite in fantasy football they are all players that get you points with both their arms and their legs mm -hmm. and so it's why i mean Josh Allen, mm -hmm. Jalen Hurts, you know, Kyler Murray, Lamar Jackson, yeah. these guys that are really mo that can throw but can, that are also mobile as well, right? And even in in even some of the guys that um like Mahomes, Mahomes isn't like a, you know, isn't a guy like Josh Allen or Lamar right. Jackson, but right. is a, he is a guy that can get you 20 to 30 yards. Right. Trevor Lawrence is another guy like that. Do I think Trevor Lawrence is going to take a big leap next year, right, mm -hmm. in terms of fantasy production as well because he's another guy that again, not not the super mobile, but like he can get you 20 to 30 yards. Justin Herbert, another guy who's a little bit mobile. Like the days of like the Tom Brady's or, um, you know, even Matt Ryan back in the day of, you know, Ben Roethlisberger, right. of the guys like taking three steps back, standing in the pocket, I'm never going to run, but I'm going to throw, I'm going to throw four, you know, 45 times a game. I think it's tough to get fantasy points out of that when you've got these guys that can throw 35 times a game, but also rush for 50 yeah. yards. But isn't that almost an enigma? So if you look at like 15 years ago and you had like Peyton Manning and you had Tom Brady and you have to go up and say, I don't want them. I want someone different because I want Mike Vick. I want yeah. Donovan McNabb. I want Steve McNair. I want right. these guys because they're mobile. Randall Cunningham. Right. And so there's a difference in there. They're not going to be the MVPs, but they're going to be the MVPs of your fantasy league? There's a little bit. So, I mean, look, fantasy football doesn't totally mirror real football. Right. There's a lot of ways, right? There are good quarterbacks. There are people that are really good quarterbacks. There are really good NFL quarterbacks that are not necessarily great fantasy mm. quarterbacks and vice versa. Mm. They're like, I mean, listen, Blake Bortles was a top 10 fantasy quarterback, <laughs> believe it, because it was all junk time. <laughs> He's, down, he's always down. Always he's always down. He doesn't understand the fantasy aspect I don't. of this. He doesn't it, get it. He doesn't it's get all stats-based. So it's, all, it's all stat-based. Right. It's yeah. all stats. And so it's all padding wow. of the stats. Troy Aikman, just think about somebody like Troy Aikman was never a great fantasy quarterback because every time they gave him, got in close, he, he handed it off to Emmett. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And, but, like, true. Troy Aikman 
obviously Hall of Fame quarterback, but yeah. fantasy wise, like um, trying to think of a of a of a better example. Here's a here's, and this will blow your mind. Dante Culpepper, a much better fantasy quarterback than Ben Roethlisberger ever was. Yeah, Randy Ouch. Moss. He's just throwing bombs. He's just throwing bombs. Throwing bombs to Randy Moss. But yeah, numbers are numbers. He was just throwing bombs to Randy yeah. Moss. That's exactly yeah. right. Yeah. Right. Just, I mean, yeah, and just and bombs to Randy Moss. you know, and you guys, you guys, you know, with Ben, you guys had some years with with AB, but also there were you know a lot of years where you're just you're grinding it out, like right. with with, with Le'Veon and, and defense you know, and, and running the football, and running Absolutely. the football. Mm. You know, and so um, yeah, I mean, like uh, I thought Kenny Pickett had a had a nice year for you guys this year, um, but Kenny Pickett was like quarterback 25 in fantasy off the top of my head i could be wrong on that i don't know what it is but it's somewhere yeah. low yeah like it's it's somewhere low just because again you guys you know slow paced slow paced offense you know oh, yeah. pittsburgh steelers offense where you want to like you want to run the ball and play good defense yeah very you control true. the cock very clock true. and you know i yeah. appreciate that yeah fantasy owners don't no but they don't I, we'll, we'll go with it i guess yeah <laughs> This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. Can you explain your cameo in the Avengers movie? Yes, I can. And it's thanks to fantasy football. Cam, almost everything in my life that is good has happened because of fantasy football. I'm dead serious about about this. Yeah, I met my wife at ESPN. Fantasy football hey, brought me. Go. Fantasy exactly. football brought me to ESPN. He thought he stubbed you there too. Yeah, he no. thought he got you. Fantasy football brought me to ESPN, where I met my wife, and as a result, I now have my kids, and we started a family. So wow. I have my wife and kids, my family, because of fantasy football. Obviously, I have my career, and I've been able to do so many amazing experiences and and meet incredible people thanks to fantasy football. And one of the things, um, it was Avengers Endgame. So Joe Russo mm. of the Russo brothers, Joe and Anthony Russo. Joe particularly is a massive fantasy football player. No kidding. And he was, I did not know this, but he was a, he read my column for years and years and years. <laughs> and he met, um, he randomly met a mutual friend of ours um, and they were talking and, and uh, they were talking, they were catching up and Joe does one of these. He goes, it was actually my brother. He meets my, he, my brother, it's a long story. But anyway, he's talking to my brother and uh, Joe does one of these. Oh, sorry, my fantasy football team. And so my brother says to him, he says, wait, <laughs> Wait, you play fantasy football? And Joe's like, yeah, I'm in three leagues. I'm obsessed. And uh, my brother goes, well, you know who my brother is, right? And Joe's like, no, who is your... Wait. <laughs> the Barry. Is your brother Matthew Barry? <laughs> oh, my gosh. And Jonathan's like, yeah. So he's telling me this story. And he goes, so are you cool if I give your email address to Joe Russo? And I'm like, wait a minute. Joe Russo of Joe and Anthony Russo of the Russo brothers of, like, Captain America wow. Winter Soldier Russo brothers? Uh, yes, because I'm a massive MCU fan, and that's my favorite MCU movie other than the one I'm in, um, is Winter Soldier <laughs> that they did. That was the first one they did for awesome uh, And so, anyway, we emailed each other. We fanboy out on each other. We ended up having dinner and, and just texting, and we played in a fantasy league together, and we became friends and mm. just over the years. And then when he was shooting Endgame, uh, he called me, and he just said, hey, man, do you, do you want to be in the movie? Because I got a role that I think you're perfect for. Right. I'm like, uh, yeah. Wow. That's I, a no-brainer. I think I can, I think I can wow. find the time. So yeah, it was a – uh, That's all I need to do. Pretty much. They are <laughs> – 
and, and they are the most amazing people, uh, the kindest, uh, just the best people in the world. And it was, wow. it was just, it was doing that movie, like the two days I sp spent on set and then being a part of that, you know, very small part, obviously, but just being a part of the MCU is the, is the best non-wife, non-kid experience of my life. Oh, okay. I'm very jealous of you. Thank yeah. you. Very I jealous of you. I, you should be. It, it was very cool. Yeah, he is. He, he loves all that stuff. He's I big do, into that. I do. Yeah, he's. Okay, I want to ask. This is a little bit Steeler we'll put related. The, we put it into the universe. Yeah. I, all right, I'm putting it in the universe. I want to be part of the Marvel part of Cinematic, the, Cinematic Universe. I mean, like, listen, you have the build. Like, I feel you could be a pretty good supervillain yeah. or a superhero either way. Either right? way. Either way. Just make a recurring world. Right. So yeah, yeah, back. yeah. Good <laughs> point. There you go. Smart. Yeah. All right. I want to bring up the Steelers because you were a writer for Married with Children. I was. And Ed O'Neill. Yep. Was with the Steelers. He was. For a camp. Yes. How is he as a person? And do you think he could play if he had really gotten a chance? Uh, I don't know. I mean, you're a better judge of that in terms of whether he could. I mean, he's a big guy. Like right. he's, a, he's a he's a big guy, and obviously, if you this is I'll say this just in general. I, I don't want to speak specific to Ed, but I'll just say in general. Like I always say this to people that I don't think people appreciate and understand. Like guys at home that sit on the couch and like, oh, that guy sucks. Why that guy dropped mm -hmm. the ball? Whatever. And I'm just like, you don't understand. The worst guy on the worst team yeah. is so unbelievably good. You yes. have no idea. That's like, like basketball too. Bas mm -hmm. Right. Oh my gosh. Right. Everybody thinks they can beat an NBA player on the bench, and I'm like, no shot. No, no. You don't stand a chance, even if they're playing overseas. Mm -hmm. A thousand percent. <laughs> For sure. no, that's exactly right. Like that. That guy. That guy was the best kid in his high school. The yes. best kid in his college. Sure. And like and just dominated and so the fact that ed o'neill even got a cup of coffee and got an invited to steelers camp yeah um tell you know obviously he can play at some level like yeah. you don't you don't get that invite if you mm. you know uh if if you're not and and you know the the difference between the difference between like being just a camp body and being like you know a contributing member i feel like it's just it's razor thin mm -hmm. right? right i mean just right. like it's definitely it's, you know um so Anyway, enjoyed being on Married with Children. Um, I don't, I don't know Ed particularly well, so I don't want to speak about him as a person. I'll just say, as an actor, he's great in mm. terms of like, you give him, a, you give him an okay joke and he nails it. You give mm. him a great joke and a massive laugh. Like he makes your stuff better. All right, last question will be quick, uh, but I want to ask. This is very important. What is your favorite berry? Uh, I mean. <laughs> I mean, I, I I've got to ask Matt Berry right, what your no, favorite which berry is. My favorite berry is, I mean, like, and there's a lot of choices, right? Obviously, um, I mean, do I get to count my wife and daughters? Like, you know, like Hallie, I mean, like Hallie yeah, is, I mean, is yeah. in the mix, right? Yeah. You know, Chuck's, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah, hard yeah. to hard to argue against Chuck. <laughs> um, but uh, of the actual fruit that you can eat, strawberry would be my favorite. I like it. I like there it. You go. Exactly. Appreciate you coming on, Matthew Berry. We'll see you next time and. Keep watching, and we appreciate you. Appreciate you, my friend. Thank yes, you, my sir. Friend. Thank Thanks you. Thanks for coming on. I appreciate it. Good to meet you. Nice to meet you guys.